Hello and welcome to the Book of Lee's podcast. My name is Cara and I am your host. joining me for our Christmas episode guys as you can see this is part one what I thought would be a long episode just turned into we're better off splitting it into two and making sure that we cover everything and include lots of stuff to inspire you this Christmas especially towards living a more sustainable way this very festive season I know it's fairly early you know it's just after finishing we're just after finishing Halloween but I think a lot of people like to kind of get some prep in before they, you know, start buying gifts and kind of want to know how they want to spend the season. So sure, look, if you don't want to listen to the Christmas episode now, if you're not ready for gifts, you know, you can wait another week or two. But why not? I found, I found it really inspiring. So I hope you'll enjoy this conversation. I'm currently working in Germany at the moment and um, I'm here for the month of November just traveling around with the theater company and I just asked one of the people I'm traveling with Kate Russell who is a sustainable guru to say the least for a very long time and I asked if she would just sit and have the chats with me I would do the research into ideas in regards to sustainable Christmas and she'd be there to bounce ideas off because I find when it's just me and the microphone I just don't flow the flow isn't there do you know what I mean so it's just nicer I think to listen to two people having the chats and she gets some things in that I completely missed but yes I basically talked at Kate for around an hour and a half so we've narrowed it down believe it or not And yeah, so I'll just get straight into it, guys. This is me chatting to Kate Russell all about sustainable Christmas and stick around for the end because there's some things that I'm going to cover and you'll see the next episode as well. I'll let you know what we're going to hear in the next episode. This one, we're going to focus on decorations. And the reason this episode is long is because we're doing gifts in this episode, which I think is a huge chunk of, of Christmas. So Hope you guys enjoy and stick around after for some updates. Hi, Kate. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for letting me take you on your day off to talk about Christmas on the 2nd of November, which is... Probably a little bit weird. No, I think that's traditional, isn't it? To start talking about Christmas two months early. Mm-hmm. Aiden texted me from home and he went to Super Value. He said they're playing Christmas songs in Super Value. I'm already. okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so you like Christmas? I love Christmas. Okay, good. Well, before we get into Christmas, we've got so much to talk about because there's so much involved. Mm-hmm. Who are you for anyone listening who doesn't know? Mm, that is a good question. Who am I? So I'm Kate Russell and I'm an actor from Dublin and I'm currently on tour here in Germany with Cara Carney. Feeling very starstruck. Oh my God, is that Cara Carney from the Book of Leaves podcast? Whoa, sweating. Yeah, that's me in a nutshell, basically. And you're from, are you from Mayo originally? No, your family just is living there now. Yeah, and it's confusing because my accent is so not from anywhere Mm. so I actually grew up in Malahide which 
to be honest, like the Malahide accent is a very non-accent anyway. Yeah. But then obviously, as you know, actors' accents just kind of get a bit neutralized anyway. I lived in London for six years. Um, now you're yeah. back in Dublin. That's it. Acting away. But you're also a sustainable kind of... Guru. Yeah. You've been using a <laughs> keep cup all. since before it was cool. Yeah, like... the original keep cupper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were talking about this before because it used to be, it's so great now because obviously you can bring it anywhere but it used to be that you'd bring a keep cup into cafes and you'd basically have to battle with the staff because they'd be like the thing they always said was oh it's not it's not hygienic we can't because of our health and safety reasons and because that's just such a people can say that for anything and you don't really have a leg to stand on you're like okay I guess for health and safety reasons I can't use my keep cup um and then sometimes you'd have someone being like oh my god that's an amazing idea and you were just like no it's not it's just a really practical idea let's not use all of these cups all the time and of course now you can use them everywhere so it's great Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we can thank Kay Russell for the keep cup yeah I invented it you're welcome everybody (laughs) amazing so we've so much to cover so let's get into Christmas do you like Christmas how like do you find a stressful time of year usually or do you no I don't um I love Christmas I actually I used to work for the design company that made all the Christmas displays around like the UK (gasps) yeah I know it's such a weird job it's one of those jobs that you never really knew existed until you start doing it so you would think that that would mean that I would hate Christmas after that but actually I don't I was still able to enjoy Christmas despite all of the ridiculous amount of commercialism that surrounded that industry but yeah I really love Christmas Uh, I think when I grew up I don't know how they did it but my parents managed to somehow I need to find out what their magic potion was but they basically none of us felt hugely materialistic so we had a bit of a a different response to Christmas and that's despite growing up in Malahide where obviously it's quite an affluent place so a lot of people would kind of show off about all of the presents that they got when you'd come back in January. And we never really felt like, oh, why didn't we get 17 boats and a horse for Christmas? <laughs> but like genuinely, we didn't we didn't feel like we were missing out by not getting millions and millions of presents yeah. or anything like that. Um, so I great. don't find it stressful because I don't really feel the need to buy really mad presents or anything. Yeah. You know, that's good. I I love Christmas. I love like the build up and I love the decorations and I love feeling cozy and I just love hot chocolate and I love the way (laughs) it's like the specific time of the year to have as much hot chocolate as you like. Absolutely. But like the actual Christmas day is just for a lot of people, it can be like such a dramatic letdown. Like you've got all the the build up. I love buying presents for other people. Like that's probably my favorite part is like. I love thinking of things that other people would like or need. I I do get like satisfaction from going shopping or ordering things online and being like, oh, this is really nice for like, so I I love buying things for other people. But then a Christmas day is just like, okay, everyone's just rowing. It's like a normal (laughs) Christmas, like, yeah, okay. Happy holidays, everybody. You know, so Christmas day, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas day is like another day, but I love the build up. I just love yeah. December and everything. So there, I'm going to get very excited talking about all of these things. I think the first thing we can look at is probably like decorations. We'll start easy because we're probably going to go heavy into like gifts and stuff like yes. that. The first major thing about a Christmas decoration is the Christmas tree. 
So like real versus fake. Another Christmas tree yeah. conversation. What do you guys use in your family house usually? We always get a real tree, yeah. Yeah. I they're so nostalgic, aren't I they? Know. Like the smell. Like it's that's... such a good smell. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And I don't mind when all the needles fall off and they're all over the house. I'm oh, like, totally. yeah, there's the Christmas needles. Yeah, it's Aww. totally fine. Because like my mom got an artificial one a few years ago and those little plastic bits, like they ended up falling off as well. Oh, there you go. Like, they're, yeah. I remember Problem seeing, is not solved. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing an article somewhere about from a tree farmer, I guess. Christmas <laughs> from tree a tree. Farmer. <laughs> and he was like, I think it's just all millennials not wanting to sweep up the pine needles. And, Ooh. You know, it's easier. I was like, hold on a second. Wow. I'm pretty sure like we That's want first. the first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure we're the ones who want the nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I looked into like some of the carbon kind of sides because like some people like on a technical basis if you reuse an artificial tree in a way it produces less carbon Mm. so like a two meter tall artificial tree produces 40 kilograms equivalent of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and a real tree produces depending on what you do with it after if you do not recycle a christmas tree Mm -hmm. it produces 16 kilograms of carbon so like if you reuse your artificial tree Mm -hmm. like a couple of times it's it works out as less but if you recycle your christmas tree like dispose of it properly it only creates three and a half kilograms of carbon dioxide so there's a huge difference there like artificial trees the pros of them people are like oh they're symmetrical like they're neat (laughs) and you can just keep it up in the spare room all day all day all year and like it's decorated then you just bring it back into the do we need it to be symmetrical though is that such a yeah like i like a wonky tree me too i like when it's missing the part like and it's so you have to really work a bit harder to kind of move your baubles around yeah that's the best bit fill the space and then everyone falls out with each other Mm -hmm. because i like this side yeah the other person likes that side which side faces the window the nicer (laughs) side the neighbors see or do you see the nicer side yes but like yeah fake trees like work out cheaper definitely but real trees also sometimes have pesticides and stuff i messaged i could try to contact the ireland christmas tree association equivalent group it's something like that and mm. they never got back to me like about pesticides and stuff but i right. do know that it is a thing i remember talking to a german guy over here on tour one time who used to work at a christmas tree farm and he said that they just used to use pesticides to cut the grass because it was quicker like as in instead of getting a long oh, wow. out, they would just, just burn spray, it all back just spray it with pesticides because it was quicker wow. and easier than using uh, a lawnmower like so they would just spray the grass away to kind of keep the grass cut yeah. which uh hope i'd hope would not happen in ireland but pesticides are still a thing i think like i love the smell of a christmas tree and they um they support you're supporting like local businesses as yes well. that is what i love about it yeah because there was one year maybe two years actually yeah two years where um I went to Ikea to get the Christmas tree because yeah. you, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's something like you buy your Christmas tree for 30 euro and then you get a 25 euro voucher back or something. So you yeah. end up getting the tree for really for really cheap. Then afterwards, I was like, my conscience couldn't handle it. I was just going, oh God, because other people get their tree then from the scout den or, you know, some cute person on the corner selling them, having the yeah. crack. And you're just like, oh no, I've just given my money to Ikea instead. And then 
I'm going to use that 20, 25 euro voucher to buy something that I don't need. Like yeah. ridiculous. So I stopped doing that. But yeah, that's one of the, the lovely things about it, I think, is is buying it from someone. A lot of the time it is just a teenager who has a really random little job for, yeah. for Christmas. Oh, totally. But I, I there's one person I know of who who she comes from a Christmas tree family farm. I'm just like, oh my God. Oh, what? you're round? Like that's their whole. Yeah, that's like their job. That's the way. So they grow and they they look after the trees all year round. Like they're they're planting it and, you know, working maintenance. And obviously it's not like you plant a tree and, oh, look. Yeah. It's grown oh, six foot the next year. Like, how convenient. They take like 10 years to grow and then it's so busy. So like she can't come out for like social occasions at Christmas time or whatever. Like because that's wow. their time to work. But like there was an that's article. That's their time to work. That's their time to work. <laughs> like elves. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're totally like elves. The harvest. <laughs> but uh, there's around, it's a, a crazy number. I saw, I saw an article, I don't know if it was the Irish Times, but that in Ireland will buy around 400,000 real trees and about wow. 21 million euro like is going into the Irish economy. And that's like usually kind of small businesses and stuff. Mm. So there is a huge part of it where you're supporting local, but it's so important to like, if you're going to get a real tree to dispose of it after like yeah what is the best way to do that you can bring there's so many like free recycling things like my the real tree that myself and my partner had we got a tree the last two years and your local county council just had like a drop-off point we were living in town so there was just a big drop-off point beside croke park and they would recycle the trees which is great but as long as it doesn't go to landfill or just like waste in kind of your garden and yeah. not be composted properly mm. it it won't produce as much um, carbon. But when you buy a real tree, they use that plastic net to cover oh, it. Oh, yeah. So you have to try to catch them. If they've, like, taken the net off and you're there looking at it, yeah. try, like, say no to the net. Or, no just, to the net. or just do a say no to the net. <laughs> I'm going to put that on a t-shirt for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what is it when, uh, yeah, when, when they transport them, I'm pretty sure, like, they net them all up. So I love the idea because you know the way when it's in a net, they're like real tall and skinny. You mm. can't see what it looks like. Yeah. So I think you should just play Christmas tree lotto. Pick a tree. Yes. Not knowing how fluffy it's going to be. Oh, that is so exciting. Like you could get a really fluffy one. And if you get like a really, not fluffy one, like one of the skinny guys. Then who cares? Just, yeah, just like put some like, I don't know, extra apples on yeah. it or something. Like they'd be fine. But uh, uh. yes, yeah, so the net is one thing that kind of comes with it. And obviously it's more expensive. And apparently the carbon thing kind of goes up in the air if you're driving to get a real tree. Yes. And that your diesel sure. kind of goes up. Um, as opposed to like if you have an artificial tree, it's already in your house. But if you have an artificial tree, there's all this plastic in it, which is, and most of them are made in China and they're all shipped over. Yeah. And China is very heavy on coal, so like, and plastic obviously is an oil. It's just a big no, They're really, isn't it? It's a big lump of kind of oil. So mm. in my like, since recording, I think it was episode eight or nine with Claudia from Friends of the Earth, all about plastic. Like, it's not like what you do with the plastic after it's the issue. It's uh, the production of it. Like, sure. the oil yeah. has already been used. Mm-hmm. And Christmas trees aren't actually recyclable, even though they're plastic, because they're all, like, fused together in a mm. way that they're not recyclable. So I'd definitely be leaning towards a real tree. However, there's a thing that I don't think exists in Ireland. It exists in the UK and America. There are companies out there that you can rent a tree from. So excited so about this idea. They like 
keep it potted in a way they have they basically grow trees and they you rent a living tree from them it's alive you decorate it name the tree if you like whatever oh, and then you like, yes you can like you give it back then and they'll mind it and obviously it's not going to probably live its entire life in a in but a it's pot, still like, better than one year so much better than one mm. year so i think and i don't think there's anyone in ireland doing that so like if if there isn't a, i don't know if there's any tree farmers listening like <gasps> oh my god please, that's such a good idea like yeah. if you could like rent a tree there is a market for it out there but if you're at home and you're like oh i kind of like that idea you can always like plant your own tree yeah and like just let just it grow wait a long time yeah, just wait a few years but like. the renting thing is such a good idea here because like obviously no one can really afford to buy a house anymore so everyone's mm-hmm. renting who really has the space to store uh, a plastic tree yeah. anyway oh totally and then like even when you have the thing it's just like oh no one has a back garden to leave it yeah. in and then you know all of that stuff it just makes so much sense to rent a tree yeah and then give it back yeah when do you get the exact same one the next year i don't know there's a, i saw i remember seeing like a little video on facebook somewhere a little like documentary video on a company in um in scotland i think where you you get to like name the tree and you get to visit it throughout oh. the year like with the kids and oh. be like oh how's our tree doing he grew a new branch Imagine, oh. yeah. <laughs> taking like family photos <laughs> like i love that idea so do I. and then they like you bring the tree into your house and then the he- and then it goes Aww. off and then eventually the tree might get too sick and that'll be really sad but oh, wow. I mean I think wow. to this me that sounds like the best option of Absolutely, like yeah. a real tree. but yeah so people can make up their own minds but yeah like no shade to anyone who does have a plastic no. tree um especially if you are going to buy one because some people will buy one and then they'll be frugal about it and actually keep it for 10 years it's just that like so many people buy them and then the next year they're like oh this is a much bigger shinier one so then you're not actually really doing yourself any favors you know yeah just have to store a plastic tree all year and then you know throw it out and get another one no you have to you have to reuse it yeah you have to reuse the tree if you have and if you have a plastic tree already it's not like oh let's i'll just get a real tree like you use it like you have it now so so use it, but don't fall for the Argos deals, okay, guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right damn Argos deals, getting me so good. <laughs> but okay, so that's I think I think that's everything on trees, right? So if we stay with like decorations, like things like mm. fairy lights. I don't know how to repair fairy lights, right? You know when the bulb goes, yeah. Or like the whole thing goes, I'm like, I know what to do with this. So that used to be my job for years. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this. I swear to God, I didn't know this before I asked Kate to chat. Okay, but it feels. is different now. So this okay. is incredibly boring. You're just going to have to edit this out. But the way that they used to be was that they had those little individual bulbs that you could yeah. push in and push out. Those are filament bulbs. And they were a bit of a nightmare because they'd break all the time. So, you know, when you'd get them and you'd always have a little packet of spare bulbs. Yeah. So you'd get like, God, I can't remember what it's called but there's like one main bulb and usually if that one went it would cause a problem with the rest of them so that's the one that you had to keep replacing right. and then they'd all be fine but they're always smashing and they're just really temperamental and now people use led bulbs which yeah. are obviously better for lots of different reasons and um, they use less energy but uh once one of them breaks it's really hard to mend them unless it's a wire and then you could you know strip the plastic back and mend the wire but generally it's just like you know they, they stop working so yeah i used to mend them for a I long time i can't believe that but that's yeah it's harder so harder to mend the old led bulbs yeah. i suppose well um, energy wise leds are better for the environment so if you're like 
buying lights mm. do you get you should get led ones shouldn't you because of their well i think it's actually really hard to get the filament ones now the yeah. old-fashioned ones just because they're, they're kind of rubbish like so yeah. they break so often and most people won't you know just to be honest most people won't repair it they'll just be like oh no the half of it's broken yeah. throw it out they are easy enough to mend but they do break all the time so it's actually really hard to get them now it's just the led ones that you get but they are they are much better they do last a lot longer generally so yeah i suppose they're safer as well i think they don't get as hot and stuff like that oh yeah because like Mm. fires are a huge issue yes and as well when you're buying leds like myself and my partner like before i was as kind of sustainable Mm -hmm. aware as i am now just bought like a box of like 200 warm white lights led in like a christmas shop and they broke after like Aww. a week like just like the whole thing and we were like oh, i don't know how to fix this so yeah. like i'd say i need to watch some youtube videos on how to fix them yeah but there's a really snazzy way to fix them i just yeah. don't know it that's a, but i think the internet can be our friend there yes. but like I think I probably could have avoided that problem if I bought a reputable, (laughs) that word, yeah, that word, (laughs) company as opposed to like, right, yes, yes, that's true because we used to just buy loads of them with that company I used to work for. They they would all just get shipped over from from China and like half of them wouldn't work because you were just getting all this like absolute tat that was really cheap. Whereas if you spent a little bit more and got it, you know, from somewhere in England or whatever, they would all always work it's just whether there was enough budget left or whatever so yeah yeah, that kind of thing was really really depressing about working there just the amount of of waste and stuff it was uh it was really tough but sure look at not there anymore (laughs) we move on in life we're in germany now Mm. living it up but um yeah so i think another reason people might like throw out their leds is if they get tangled but i love untangling lights that was like my favorite thing to do it's like a marmite thing either love it or you hate it i kind of it depends on like what mood i'm in or how long it's taken i don't mind untangling lights jewelry i can't stand untangling but lights i'm usually okay you know what it's probably because you have curly hair Oh, you have to untangle your hair yeah. so you're like do you know what it has to be done yeah i'll just i'll just get stuck into these lights now people with straight hair will never understand <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you don't know what it's like but yeah they because it does it can be quite therapeutic after yeah. a while we're like well all your rest of your family are running around cooking dinner and stuff yeah. you're like no i'm just, just sitting untangling here untangling this trump of lights, lights you know <laughs> So I think to avoid that problem, wrap the lights around something like a sturdy piece of cardboard. Yes. Or like the lid of a, a tin of something. Wrap them up, don't just... Oh my God, it, is it makes easy, such a difference. Like, yeah. To just like, I'll just turn in a bag, I don't care, <laughs> yeah. Christmas is over. But like, try wrap them up properly. Yeah, I think. if you want to keep them, if you want to save them and not have to throw them away next mm-hmm. year, then just look after your lights. Totally. And then once they are kaput, if the internet and repairing them, because I'm no help to you here... Me um, doesn't help then if don't just put them in the bin take them to your wee recycling your w-e-e-e your electronics recycling place there's usually one there's several in every county they're in the uk as well so like they take anything that's electrical from microwaves to little fairy lights and wires and everything and they will hopefully in the name recycle it so Mm. make sure you dispose of those properly or you could do what they do in germany which is what 
They like candles on their trees. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I love the idea of that, but that is a bit scary. It's also, if, like they only do it, I don't know what particular day, but they've all these tiny little skinny candles and they light them and they put them on the tree, but you have to obviously stay in the room and it's only a temporary thing. <laughs> oh, and then they all okay. burn and then you're like, oh, okay, that's over now. Oh, that's so And gorgeous. apparently like it really just heats the room. Like you've got like oh. a fire in your room, but that's like the German tradition is to put candles on it. I don't think they actually do it now. It wouldn't be a case of lighting candles every day but you mm. do it like once I think god but, Germany um, just does Christmas so well they do don't oh. they? they do Halloween crap though but yeah, yeah rubbish. Christmas is great Moving like on. we were here we saw two pumpkins here for Halloween we're like <laughs> it's oh very god. exciting <laughs> so exciting but no they know how to do Christmas for sure um tinsel oh yeah just, just be avoided just just no to tinsel. No, I no think to tinsel. Some people are like, it looks really tacky. There's something about me in my in my childhood. I don't know. I loved the way tinsel looked. Like mm, it would make a things bit of fluff, fluffier yeah. and like thicker yeah. and stuff. But it's just all plastic, and I don't know if there's. You can probably get some kind of sustainable tinsel. I'm sure. Maybe that's yeah. something that I should look into. Yeah. But um, you just don't need it. Like no. there's so many other things that you can make to put in your tree. It doesn't totally. have to be a load of a load of tinsel. Yeah. And for your baubles and your Christmas tree decorations, apparently, so obviously baubles that are plastic that you like buy in dubs or whatever, like Mm -hmm. they break really easy. And there's kind of some mixed opinions online as to whether or not they can be recycled because sometimes they're a mixture of materials Mm -hmm. um, and if they're not marked and stuff. But again, it's plastic you're purchasing. So, you you know, the damage with Mm. fracked gas and oil kind of already been done but apparently glass ornaments usually can't be recycled either because really? they're fused with, with um plastic yeah i saw on a website no way. Down, that they were like yes glass ornaments especially if they've got glitter on them or if they've got other kind of glue inside them so yeah. i think like i mean use the ornaments you already have and there's just loads of like wooden ornaments kind of coming out now, which are so cute. And Germany are mad for their wooden orma- yeah. ornaments. We'll see them in the. Do Christmas you make markets. decorations for your tree? I don't. See, we again, it was before I was aware of plastic. So we yeah. have like, I've got a box of decorations that was from when I was renting in Dublin with a load of friends that we mm-hmm. all bought loads of stuff. And I just, I just reuse that. But I mean, you can so easily make like garlands. Um, yeah, you can use like chestnuts or I use popcorn. Do you use popcorn? Yeah. I saw that online and I seen some research. I was like, who uses popcorn? Okay, you do it. Okay, yeah, no, I popcorn love it. To make the more the more food you can put on your tree, <laughs> the the nicer the your better. room is going to smell. Yeah. So you've got the smell of the tree. You have, I mean, the popcorn doesn't really smell once it's made. It smells yeah. when you're making it, so that's nice. I'm a big fan of uh, orange slices. Did I've ever done that? Yeah, oh, I actually they smell so good. There was an event in work in the theater that I work in, and there was like a big uh, Christmas dinner and they used orange slices, slices and loads of really nice foliage to decorate the tables Aww. and I took loads of them home. Good woman. And they lasted so well. Yeah. Some of them went a bit mouldy now but obviously they weren't like dried properly yeah. but I think if they're dried properly like they yeah. will last forever and they look so cool they're like gorgeous really thin orange slices <clears throat> but how do you make the popcorn does it is it just popcorn or do yeah. you have to put stuff in no not at all well that's how I do it anyway there's probably a, a snazzier way to do it but literally just make the popcorn get an eel and thread and then you want the fat popcorn okay. <laughs> and then uh, eat the thread it through ones. yeah eat the yeah. little ones and then the fat ones just yeah they they'll 
they're less likely to fall apart and then you make your your big string and you put it on and it's so easy and uh, obviously you can just throw it all in the compost bin or whatever after you're finished with it yeah you wouldn't want to eat it after Mm. well i mean don't judge me if you do i you could (laughs) you definitely could maybe you could repop it no you definitely can't um so yeah that's what i would do with the popcorn string and then you can do that with cranberries as well i also like getting little bundles of spices so if you get star anise because it's so pretty same thing just a needle and thread make little strands of star anise they're gorgeous as well and little bundles of cinnamon sticks oh yeah yeah basically anything just make yeah. little bundles of it and the cinnamon sticks i absolutely just re- eat them like well not eat them but use them afterwards you don't yeah. have to throw any of that stuff away yeah, or anything in the star anise yeah exactly because it's, it's not you're not doing anything to it you're just putting your own hands on it yeah and then the room just smells really nice oh for the my whole god month. i have to go to your house for like a whiff of the christmas oh let's do a smell. christmas decoration making <laughs> seminar when we oh, get back it. home um okay yeah so there's so many things you can do aside from the plastic and yeah. glass and like make it making your own I think is really big and just keep obviously using what you have and trying to buy more and I know some people have a like like changing their color theme every year and yeah. stuff as well but I mean you could maybe use like origami or like paper reusing like, your Christmas wrapping paper that's oh, great yeah, as well yeah, yeah. yeah there was one year where I, I was really broke and uh I don't think it was even a tree it was just like a plant that we had anyway in a in a pot and um yeah origami Christmas wrapping paper but also I had just some luggage tags just plain paper ones which sounds absolutely rubbish but they actually looked really nice on the tree (laughs) with the orange slices so um yeah this is it like you don't need to spend a lot of money on it at all because I'm sure the glass decorations and and wooden decorations probably would be quite pricey in some places yeah 100% you can make them you can make them so cheap yourself definitely and your tree will look very very pretty and of course this your kids it. artwork and stuff like Aww. throw it all up there and um, but other kind of general decorations you can use like pine cones and holly as well not even mm. just for the tree but like on top of your mantelpiece and all this mm. kind of stuff some people can use like you can use like paper lanterns the you know the, the circular yeah. ones you can make your own ones of those candles you know add a lot of ambience to room and i'm going to talk about some eco candles later in regards to gifts and then some people you know if you've got kids might like christmas balloons oh um i remember there being balloons in my house growing up now balloons are obviously a lot of the time not completely sitting out they're rubber mixture of rubber and plastic and they're they you go in the bin sure but there is a company out there that makes like completely organic rubber ones that no are way. actually compostable so like break down within like 180 days That's uh reuse sell them there's a couple but you can buy them online as well so if you are like a balloon kind of <laughs> some people are. i know some balloon person balloons stress me out when they pop that's oh, why i can't have them <laughs> and they always do pop oh <laughs> can only imagine oh no but yeah I think yeah is there anything else decoration wise that we haven't covered I I am just obsessed with decorating so I could talk about this for hours and I won't I'll rein myself in but one last thing paper garlands they are also full of cracks so you just whatever paper that you have that you need to recycle if you've got like a stack of newspaper even if you have like like single use plastic or something like anything can be used basically and then you just make a little loop out of the paper and then just continue to make loop after loop after loop 
and it makes a, a big long trail like you did in primary school like yeah when exactly. they taught us the important stuff yeah like the fundamentals of yeah. future decorating that's what that was all There's about a lot of it. and i'm sure like pinterest can be your friend as well but oh, I yeah forget you... about pinterest I know, yeah i know but uh yeah use what you have <laughs> use what you have and like yeah use like natural natural things pine cones and dried orange slices they look so cool looks really natural and smells amazing yes okay i think should we go on to the big kind of chunk which is gifts yes i guess which yeah. is probably like the most wasteful part sure. of christmas mm-hmm um, in a way so I love as I said at the start buying yeah. gifts for people and as I talked in episode 14 I think it was with Emma Gleason about like when you're buying things it genuinely does make you happier oh, yeah and I still have that and sure yeah I have like an app even on my phone for Christmas and like who I'm gonna buy what and the budget and all and I do spend like a oh my god that sounds great money. you have to tell but, me what that app is <laughs> but um it's, oh, I don't even know it's like Christmas gifts or something you can like list your whole family members oh. and like you can, then you can take tick off like when you have their gift ready and then when it's been wrapped this is gonna be the tingles <laughs> the it, Christmas tingles it counts up um how much you can put in like your aim to spend on people and then it counts up you put in the price of everything you you've I don't know if you've baked them something then like you put in the price of the ingredients and then like it adds all up so like it was an absolute eye-opener to see oh my god spending on people but I love the app. So yeah, I think it's called Christmas Gifts. So I'll link it. I'll link Brilliant. it in the show notes because it is good to plan these things. But I think the most important thing people can do is you don't need to surprise your friends or your family yeah. with some mad gift that yeah. they may or may not like. I always ask and think you should ask the people you're buying your gifts for, like, what would you like and what, we, what would you need? Because mm-hmm. that way you're not going to be buying them like, oh, I'm just, I have no idea. I'll just buy them yeah. some clothes. Like, because, you know some people find like vouchers or something like a cop out Mm. so they feel like they have to produce something just message like i have two different family chats for my family and just message into them what does everyone want and you don't it's not like oh yes i just want this book they'll rattle off a few things Mm. usually and then you can pick between them and then you're usually still surprising yeah so i think ask people what they want especially if you're stuck Oh, yeah. You know, if you can think of the perfect present for someone and it's going yeah. to be a surprise, then great. But if you're stuck, they're like, it just puts unnecessary anxiety on yeah. you, doesn't it? Where you're like, oh, I have to get something great or yeah. else what's the point? Totally. Just ask. Ask them for a few a few suggestions for sure. Or one of the best things you can do for someone for the, a gift is an experience. Oh, so yeah. like concert tickets, theatre, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Those are the only two. Those are the only two. <laughs> Concerts and theatre. Arts, arts, arts. And musicals, and um, you can I do think like, restaurant vouchers are good as restaurant well. Restaurant vouchers, especially yeah. for kind of parents and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, and attach like a little note saying like "I'll babysit for yeah. your kids" or whatever. You know, I don't know little things like that. Yeah, totally. Restaurant vouchers, cooking class, like upskilling things, or if they're like I know a young person or older person like me needing driving lessons, like yes. you know little things, useful practical things, like spa trips, hotel trips strips <laughs> couple of hotel strips <laughs> i got you a few streets full of hotels <laughs> but uh yeah so experiences i think are really good because you're gifting memories then as well of course mm. and you can always put it in like a nice little i know reuse a little box and yeah, tie like something exactly. around it to make it look nice so you're still handing them something 
the episode that we're going to release after this, I talked to a woman called Holly from this this charity called Vita, mm-hmm. who offset people's carbon. And for Christmas, they're going to be offering, hopefully now it all works out for them, but they're going to be offering like offset someone's carbon for them for the year. Oh, wow. As like a gift. And it only works out as like 60 euro or something. What? Like when I offset the trip to come here, it was like point two two tons of carbon or something it wasn't a whole lot but basically it, I it wasn't enough to I just had to pay the minimum which was five euro fifty for a return flight to, to Frankfurt uh-huh. from Dublin like so you can basically offset someone's carbon if they you know they're kind of another sustainable bunny and they don't want to such a great idea it's a nice little thing and like there's companies you can plant a tree with as well like grown like and i did that for aiden for our um uh, his birthday i think and it came like a nice little recycled paper certificate like there's little kind of things you can do like that alcohol is always a good one because it's in glass i mean who says no who like and you know a bottle of wine you know some people re-gift it that's even better then because you're not buying anything more like i I've never say no I've made my own alcohol for people before as you well didn't. it's the extra mile Cara <laughs> it's the gift of what alcohol it? and it's homemade <laughs> I know it's it's basically a really lazy way of doing it where it's uh flavoring alcohols that already exist uh-huh. I wouldn't have a clue how to make gin from sure. scratch or anything but yeah you can make different flavors of things and then oh uh, my god were you doing like mulled wine kind of thing no like... so I did like chili vodka and oh chocolate vodka and uh spiced rums and um something with gin I can't remember what it was uh maybe it was yeah, something with coffee in it as well. Can't remember now because it was a few a few years ago. But I just had some recycled bottles and sterilized them. That's important to sterilize yeah. them. Oh, mint gin, that was it. Actually, now I remember the mint gin didn't really work because for some reason the I think the sterilizing wasn't as good as it should have been on the mint gin. So the the mint kind of went a bit moldy. Oh, no. I was like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, they drew the Love short you. straw there. I think <laughs> I got you some mold. <laughs> to put on display but there again it's like a great because it's alcohol uh, yeah. but b you know it's just like a, a really lovely present i think it's always really nice getting homemade things yeah, from definitely. people because it just means you put that little bit of extra thought in 100 yeah people really like, appreciate it i think uh, yeah for sure and if mm. they're like i don't know not into their alcohol or sure like, young or underage <laughs> yeah. like homemade um cookies and like a yes. christmas pudding like my mom used Whoa. to make like a christmas pudding, and then like that would be the present you know so things like that i think we need to bring back like giving people a christmas pudding yeah. or like you know baking some nice um i don't know brownies or cookies kind of last and gingerbread yeah. like you can give those to people and you can do it in like a really nice jar like a ribbon and people do like appreciate it you yeah. think oh, i'm just giving them a packet of biscuits it's like no like when someone makes something you do you do appreciate you it really more do. and yeah. it always tastes better yeah for sure yeah unless it's moldy <laughs> yeah. <But> anyway <laughs> apart from that gin <laughs> oh, gate there's another thing actually that i learned in germany as well being over here for around christmas time they are they're big advocates or know, advocates they sell a cake in a jar basically but it's all the ingredients oh, I don't know if you've seen this yeah. so like you, it's all the ingredients for say a vanilla cake the flour sugar some vanilla pods or whatever and they're all in a jar but not made so it's like it's layered kind of like a sand jar oh so it looks really so nice it looks really nice so it's mm. got like flour and then 
the sugar or like brown sugar whatever you're using and you can you can like literally do that yourself and then you know you don't have to worry about it going off they can make it whenever they want and then write on a little card or piece of paper attach it to the lid of like the instructions but like that's Add like water a, yeah it's like here make your own cake <laughs> when you put it that way it might not sound great but yeah I think stuff like that and of course uh, people who knit or crochet as well yeah. you, can, you can't go wrong like with some bamboo you cannot wool or something like knit someone something even if they've got like 10 scarves already who doesn't love another one I know yeah I always lose them as well yeah and like when they're knitted you do tend to look after them and love ah, them ah yeah you more. do you definitely do gifting plants and trees as well I think we kind of need, need to bring back you can't go wrong with giving someone something that will like last forever give back to the environment as well if they're kind of hard to buy for or even you know if they're kind of picky I'm sure they'd like you know an apple tree or something yeah. they can use like then the apples for baking my, uh, my friend's husband husband has been I don't really understand the science behind it so I'm gonna get this completely wrong uh but he's been basically growing little mini bonsai trees and they're at the absolute smallest point oh my god stop I know and they're so cute I was around their house a couple of weeks ago and uh he just has them all laid out in these teeny tiny little pots on the kitchen table and I was like what is going on what am I looking at beside uh their actual (laughs) I'm a giant oh my god Yes, <laughs> but they're at they're at the tiniest little point now in these tiny little oh pots. God, they're so stop. cute, I'm and he's cry. obsessed with them. Like oh he talks God. to them, he sings to them everywhere that he that we go or that he goes. That there's some kind of a beautiful tree or an unusual tree or whatever. He has this whole process that again I don't understand, but it involves like wrapping it up with a bit of cloth or something, so oh. that you you do some weird thing to a patch of the tree that it grows a certain kind of moss that you can then take and turn into the bonsai tree I don't understand it it's pure witchcraft but he's been making all these little little pots and I'm gonna get one I'm so excited so excited but that kind of thing if you look into the science of it and figure out how to do it oh my god that would be such a class present to get little mini bonsai tree oh my god stop they're so cute like little bonsai trees like aloe van, aloe aloe plants, aloe vera plants as well. Like they're yeah. healing properties, and they kind of grow. I don't know what the word is in biology for plants, but make babies. Yeah. I don't know. Like you know, they grow like little. But like, if somebody gave me, if somebody gives me a plant, I love it. But nobody's ever given me a plant that they've grown from the seed yeah. before. Yeah. This is like a whole new level of yeah. care going into the present. That's just like, oh wow! I really hope it survives. So I do. Hope. <laughs> I've killed your baby. Oh no, oh, that's no. it. Hopefully, okay, Move on. hopefully that all goes well. <laughs> Moving on, that dark note. Um, your kids as well, if they make like, I don't know, if you're, if you've got kids, you want to get your grandparents or your, you know, your children's aunts or uncle something, like just get the kids to like make them some arty craft things at home. Usually, yes. you know, they appreciate that. Yes. Or like it's a little photo frame or something you know yeah. kind of simple things like that so like obviously as actors we're used to being frugal <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I have lots of nieces and nephews so that is always my favorite part of Christmas is what to do for their Christmas presents yeah. because I would always always make them presents and that again like my relationship with recycling almost always comes back to me just have I was brought up quite frugally yeah. uh not stingily or anything but just we were always taught to be very frugal and to reuse stuff and so I always always did that with my nieces and nephews and then there was one year where I think I'd had a good year money wise I'd had some big gig or something where I had some extra cash and I bought their presents and my sister was like oh yeah no they they loved them 
to be honest, they they did mention the fact that they weren't homemade. And I was like, what? Oh, I always no. thought that I was giving them such a like rough deal that, oh, here's their Auntie Catherine again coming yeah. at them with their homemade gifts this year. And she was like, you could not be more wrong. It's like their favorite present Aww. is is yours because and it's, it's young, homemade. Like, you know, you yeah. think they want, oh, they want the coolest thing from Smith's or whatever. You but, would think that, which yeah. is exactly what I thought. Well, I mean, I, I don't have kids, so I guess I can't like analyze them or whatever. But that's absolutely what I thought. And I used to feel really bad handing over these homemade gifts to them because they're kids. So a big thing would be t-shirts, making making them t-shirts. They they always still get a t-shirt with them, you know, like a a logo or something that they say a lot. Like not a logo, a saying that they say a lot or something that kind of sums them up as a character or whatever. uh, Or them as different vegetables and that kind of thing. So just (laughs) paint on a a t-shirt. I also have made them books. So that's a really, really nice one, especially if you're good with words or good at drawing or something. Make them a book where they're the characters in it. And like not a not a properly (laughs) printed published book or anything. Literally just scraps of paper put together where they're characters in the book especially when they're really young like that's that's really exciting to them because they're like oh wow we're in a book obviously (laughs) um what else I made them slippers once out of and again it's always just whatever fabric I had lying around because it's hard being a freelancer sometimes at Christmas because you just don't have the the cash Mm -hmm. so you you kind of do have to make do with what you have so it would always just be whatever scraps that I had if you had a bit of felt or something made them little little slippers out of that teddy bears again you can knit them or you can sew them out of scraps of fabric and like they probably don't even they wouldn't know that it's when they're very young especially they wouldn't know that it didn't just come from the same place that all of their other toys yeah. come from but it just means that uh you know the, the the parents always appreciate the fact that you've homemade it and totally and obviously the kids do as well yeah like, that's yeah. really nice totally oh, kids are the cutest yeah <laughs> especially at christmas time yeah. oh my god um okay that's really cool so yeah like you mentioned t-shirts there so like you can you can give clothes. Mm. I usually, I'm just so scared of getting people's sizes wrong. Sure. So I don't like keep it, you know, neutral with a scarf. Yeah. But um, I mean, if you do know people's size or that kind of thing, like, and you want to gift clothes, it's either if you want to be ethical and sustainable about it. Vintage clothes. Go vintage, mm-hmm. go secondhand, or... You know, if, if you are looking at something new, support ethical brands. Absolutely, like, yeah. There's an Irish company called Grown.ie who sell organic cotton t-shirts mm. and stuff. You know, there's there's so many companies out there. So there's many so designers. many designers. And when it comes to things like baby grows, because that's something that's nice as well. If you know someone who's had a baby because they need a lot of baby grows, you're doing them a favor by getting them those kind of things. But yeah. then again, if you customize it yourself, it's just giving it that little oh, bit of totally. extra... Yeah, just a little bit of extra care going into it. But the the thing I was going to say is that when you buy organic cotton, it's so much softer. I don't know. Again, I don't understand the science. You probably do know the whole science behind it. but I I may act like I do. (laughs) But organic cotton is so much softer, which is great for little babies butts yeah totally mm. so like and you can find if you if you can't find like organic cotton or can't afford new baby girls like they are all, they're always selling always. Cl- babies yeah. clothes in yeah. charity shops you know and charity shops they've got a bad rap at the moment i think they're kind of coming around that even vintage for myself like literally three years ago i was like god all these vintage people trying to be like fashionable and oh it's all about fashion whatever mm. it's actually not at all it's so much more now about sustainability and kind of making your own style but you can find really unique 
yeah. gifts and stuff in uh, in vintage shops. Like Absolutely. Not to be not to be scoffed at, I don't think. But if there's other like accessories you can get, um, like shoes and bags, there's loads of companies making stuff like that. There's a company. I'm gonna list a few here. Um, called uh, Jump the Hedges. This woman based in Belfast and she recycles like truck tarpaulins, like really heavy kind of duty material because she wanted a a water resistant yoga mat bag for cycling with and couldn't find any. So she's got this business now called Jump the Hedges. So she sells like yoga bags, bum bags or fanny packs. And uh, yeah, so she upcycles that. The same with the upcycle movement is another one. They upcycle uh, wetsuits mostly. And uh, make pencil cases, make backpacks, loads of different stuff. And their proceeds go to the Seal Rescue Ireland as well. They donate 10% of everything. And they have laptop sleeves and some accessories like earrings as well. Um, Grown, I mentioned, they have their organic cotton jumpers and t-shirts. Oh, and they plant an Irish tree for every every item they sell. They plant a native Irish tree. Amazing. And you can buy a tree off of them as well. And um, there's, of course, Cork Crafts, which is from episode one, Vasco in Cork. He'll be at Markets and he has an online shop and you can buy Cork shoes, hats, wallets and belts and stuff from him. And we all won't go into Cork now, but (laughs) all in episode one, like it's a really good alternative to leather. And, you know, wallets are usually a good gift at Christmas time. It's a great gift, yeah. um, As well, stick a little euro or something on it. Um, Fresh Cuts there's a shop in Dublin I don't know if you've been to Fresh Cuts that again that's so familiar um, it's downstairs can't remember what street it's on but uh, they sell they've got their own brand of ethical fair trade clothes and uh, sustainable of course and they sell lots of other brands in there as well there's a Drury Street that it's on I'm not sure but it'll be linked in the show notes everything all the businesses I mention are going to be linked here and there is okay Obviously, if you want to get vintage, you can also go on Depop, which mm. is the this app that you can get that people can sell their own clothes on. Mm-hmm. And there is this business on Etsy called Rekindle, but it's like Rekindle, oh. um, because it's this girl who upcycles, gets old denim jackets, basically, <gasps> and denim clothes, and she paints the most beautiful tigers oh, and wow. like cows and really lovely messages like no planet b she uses all vegan products and tries to be as zero waste as possible in oh, her paint materials that's gorgeous and like she so a linker shop here and she has little patches if you don't want to get like a jacket they've got patches and tote bags but save the bees and like just she <gasps> hand paints everything and it's just so many i've got wow. like favorited so she's like one of <gasps> what the a woman what a woman shops, but like there's loads of ethical brands that you can support if you don't don't want to buy in vintage or charity shops or you can't find what you're looking for but as well Christmas for some reason seems to be the time of socks and underwear (laughs) I don't know what it is it's like you know not against it (laughs) no me neither because you know as a child you're like oh hate socks only and now I'm like please someone get me socks oh I love a sock (laughs) really all my socks just keep getting holes in them so like there's a few ethical brands sustainable brands selling socks and underwear because obviously you don't want your socks or underwear second hand no if you can knit your socks great I don't know if you can knit underwear 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Seems a little bit messy, but like there's really low. Right, I'll fly through these because I found sure. these, these Irish brands while uh, most of them are Irish while searching. So there's a company called Store, S T O for the OR, which sell men's uh, socks and it's all from organic cotton and bamboo. Uh, there's another company called Rapuni, which are based in the Isle of Man, and they have like men's boxers and they take their old stock back no to way. recycle. I think that's like the best thing. Your underwear and socks are the things that die first. And if I don't have a pillow or a dog bed to yeah. stuff them with, I'm like, yeah. these are, I don't what know what to do with them. So they take their old stuff back, which is great. There's a company in the UK called Thought Clothing, which uh, are men's and women's socks and then other clothes as well. There's a company called Ecoalf, E-C-O-A-L-F, and they have, all of their stuff is recycled nylon from plastic from the ocean. So they collect, they take lots of plastic from the ocean and make recycled nylon things. Um, And they make swimwear and clothes. Stripe and Stare, they're female underwear, knickers and sleepwear, and everything they make, it's really soft and it's beechwood. Patagonia Dublin, actually, that's another shop in Dublin. They do like sustainable outdoor wear, so like big, thick kind of socks. And they have an online shop and uh, their shop, they always fundraise for the Irish Wildlife Trust and Seal Rescue. Like there's always people in their shop as well. Oh, so wow. they're a good place to go for socks. And um, there's two more left. Molka, M-O-L-K-E is a Scottish uh, business. They do women's underwear, all ethically and sustainably, and Swedish stockings. If you're more into your lacy stockings and fancy tights, they do really fancy, like, hosiery tights, like fishnets and all the kind of stuff. And, like, little kind of ankle stockings. So, you know, it doesn't all have to be, like... Sustainable is sexy, too. Exactly. So, there's so many many brands out there that we can support. So, as well as socks and underwear, I think number two on the list is probably toiletries. Mm. Don't know what it is, and I was one of those people. The smellies, the smellies, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're like, oh, do you think I smell? Like, <laughs> how often is that going to be cracked <laughs> on Christmas Day? But I used to get like my older brother Jason. I just always would get him links things because I just didn't safe. Do, yeah, you know safe. he like it. I didn't. I was only like fourteen. I sure. only had a fiver. So here's some. This links. is what boys like. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So that's a kind of it's e- like it's easy and it's nice to get someone a toiletry set because yeah. they will be used. But again, there's so many toiletries I've gotten that I just don't use them. Yeah. So I think Same. it's good to know know your audience. Yeah. Go to their bathroom and like root in their cupboards. <laughs> that's such good advice. Like when you're have visiting. A snoop. Yeah. Exactly. No, don't like break in or whatever. But like if you know, go and have a look at what perfume or aftershave they use before you buy. There's some that I don't use just because I I yeah. can't stand the smell. And then once you've opened it and you. You can't really re-gift it then. Yeah. I mean, there's always, well, hopefully there is always like a friend that you can basically just say, hey, I've opened this. I'm not giving it to you as a present. I'm just seeing if you would like it now. Because I'm actually allergic to loads of stuff. So people will give me things and I would love to use it. But if it's not from Lush, basically, then uh, I probably can't. But then, yeah, just giving it to your friends, I suppose. If if you you aren't into it or whatever. Do not be afraid to re-gift. Oh, yeah. Even if it's open. (laughs) Definitely done that. Um, Yeah, re-gifting, I think, is something that... I, I do all the time. Yeah. Okay, no offence to anyone out there. Ah, but you I have do, to do it. Like, little, little things. I don't really like, see what's so offensive about yeah, it, though. I've never been yeah. offended by an old re-gift. 
Now, no. it's different if you've given something to someone and they give it back to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember. <laughs> you have to remember who yes. gave it to you. Yeah. That is an important rule. Definitely. But uh, yeah, no, Lush is really good for toiletries. Like nearly everything I use is from Lush now, which is funny because the first time I ever heard of Lush, I was 13 and my brother Anthony got me a bath set, loads of bath bombs. Now, I don't take baths. Like I'm a shower sure. person. And I was like, oh, thanks. Thanks for all the bad I stuff. I didn't really know. And I didn't know like how amazing kind of Lush was and how yeah. cool. And my sister was like, oh, wow. And they literally just sat in the bathroom for, not joking, two or three years. I've oh, not wow. been touched. And then eventually I had to get thrown out. But now you L- know. But now I know what <gasps> Lush is. Lush is amazing. And they're not like nationwide yet. There's... There's people in Ireland who don't know what Lush are. Their products are amazing and the plastic containers that they use when they use them, you can bring them back and they'll give you a free mask for every five you bring back once you wash them out and stuff. And they know their stuff and they've such nice products in there. So you can always get like a little sample box or something if you want to convert someone over to more ethical goods. Mm. Body shop are good for ethical products and cruelty free products but they do use a bit of plastic same with super drug their mm. own brand they don't do any animal testing but there's plastic but there's so many soap companies that are irish oh i like, am obsessed with giving soap as a gift so nice like, like people giving soap to me as a gift oh i love it yeah it's so great there's it's so also many. a good one for if, when you're going around for uh christmas parties and Obviously, you can give wine because who's going to say no? But it is a really nice alternative if you know that everyone's probably going to be showing up with with wine or a bunch of flowers that's wrapped in plastic and you're just, it's not really your vibe or whatever. A bar of soap is a weird present technically to give someone, but I think it's actually a really, really nice one. Somebody gave me a bar of soap before at a, a housewarming and I was just like, oh yes, now my house smells like me. Amazing. Yeah. And there's so many Irish companies making bars of soap and they're all ethical, sustainable and... Yeah, definitely. And you can buy them in markets. There's also, there's a few online shops you can buy soaps from, like Reusey, Little Green Shop, The Kind Co, Minimal Waste Grocery, Eco Annie Poo, all those places you can buy soap and shaving stuff from, plastic free and whatever. So there are alternatives Mm. to links out there, basically. But another one is books, I guess. I love getting books. I love getting books for Christmas. My dad has gifted me books because he's an actor as well. Um, I love reading books about acting. Yes. He's one year I wanted, I told him I'd like this book and he couldn't find it in a shop and gave me his copy because he had the same book. I was like, oh my God, amazing. He was like, oh, I'm sorry, couldn't find it. I was like, that's, it's perfect because I just want to, yeah. just want to read it. Yeah. Like, you can gift that. You can buy secondhand. There's loads of charity bookshops out there. Um, Chapters in Parnell Street in Dublin. They mm. have got a huge section upstairs with secondhand books and they're so cheap. And then Thriftify as well. I don't know if I was talking to you about this. My cousin from episode four, Ronan, set up this online website where there's a database of all the charity shops that are involved they've logged all the books that they have in their shop so you don't need to like walk into all the shops it's such a good idea look. it's a really good idea so you know thriftify is a website and then i mean if you can find them secondhand try support small local bookshops yeah. i do buy from the book the book depository 
as well, though, because... And you ship. need a specific book yeah, to look at. It. Yeah, where, exactly. where else are you going to get it? They're in the EU and they ship without any plastic mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's always good. Books are a nice one to give, I think. Um, and I then, love getting a secondhand book as well. Yeah. You're just literally looking at some piece of history that someone else yeah. has applied a story to. Yeah, eyes as well yeah. on this. Poured yeah. their sweat into the pages. <laughs> I am okay with that. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Now, I like a good secondhand book because especially if there's little pencil marks in it and stuff. I'm yeah. Like, what were they doing? Oh, secondhand cookery to... books. Oh, oh yeah, with little updates of the recipes on it. Oh my so god, so handy. Yeah. Be like like Riddle in half full prints. Oh my god, imagine. Okay, um, <laughs> gosh, there's so much to do and talk about. Jewelry. That's the other big one for Christmas. I used to give jewelry to my mom all the time. My God, she's got more necklaces than she knows what to do with. So like, jewelry is a big one. Again, I think the biggest problem with jewelry is obviously the mining for the gold and silver and the rocks that make the diamonds not only is it bad for the environment the labor involved is really bad so there's a huge ethics problem with a lot of jewelry so there are lots of businesses and a lot of irish businesses that are making nice ethical jewelry locally sourced or when they're sourced they're lab grown or they're just from places where there was no child labour or anything. I've got a few that's of those amazing. in front of me. Because, yeah, that's a huge thing with jewellery. And as well, it's more unique as well, you know, because I used to be going to the Argos section, like, all the time. <laughs> and I've seen other people with the exact same yes. face and stuff. So there's a, there's a company called Chupi, I think they pronounce oh, yeah. it. Was it. Have you heard about mm, them? Yeah. So I love their stuff. They're, like, really fancy and it's it's not like oh it's Irish kind of handmade all kind of twine jewelry like they're really I don't know it's like there's gold and silver and it's all no they're gorgeous so well. they're gorgeous so like Chupi they're made in Ireland they sell and ship worldwide they've got really lovely natural designs they sell like engagement rings and their prices yeah. go way up but also they've really affordable stuff I think Chupi's um, the name of the the chick who designs it it is yeah, yeah I was looking on the website yeah no it's so it's so it's so beautiful. Golden Forest Boutique. They're Irish and they do tiny little wildflowers in eco resin. So they make these gorgeous little earrings and pendants with like tiny little flowers in them. And it's eco-friendly resin that they're all in. If you don't want to go with some just gold or silver. Um, Stone Chat Jewellers, they are in Dublin, I think. But they, if you've got old jewellery or antique heirlooms, you can bring it to them and they will melt it down and remake something. So that's, you know, recycling at its finest. You can bring all your broken stuff and... All the old chains that you just have lying around that you have sentimental, oh, totally. sentimental yeah, value attached. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or if they're in a knot and you just aren't done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't have curly hair. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not ready for this. Um, and then there's two more. There's, uh, well, I'm just like, there's loads more out there, but these are just the what I wanted to hone in on from my Google research, my Ecosia research. Uh, the Messy Brunette is another one. Um, and she has, she uses sustainably sourced wood and makes wooden jewellery and it's all laser cut it's really fine oh. and it's just so nice and but it's colourful as well she paints on it and again that's Irish and then the last one there's a relatively new one that I saw Think Threads from oh, Annie O'Rourke I think her name is and she basically she has these kind of statement eye earrings which are really really cool but she uses broken and unwanted jewellery and clothes to make her jewellery and charity shop finds and whatever so they are all 
listed in the show notes and they've got a website that you can buy them oh, from oh well. who are all these amazing um, talented people yeah so there's these like sustainable oh. options and stuff as well so there's only two or three more things in the gifts candles Ooh. everyone loves a candle I love I candles there's two companies that I just that I picked because the reason candles can be problematic is they're usually paraffin mm-hmm. based and paraffin is a byproduct of the petroleum industry yeah they can smell amazing and they can be in glass jars but paraffin should ideally be avoided there's so many Irish companies making candles out there I just have two in front of me there's Candela which are based in Kildare and they make soy uh, soy candles mm-hmm. they're organic cotton wicks they're completely pesticide free and they recycle their containers are recycled wine bottles and stuff oh, and gorgeous. they cut them and it just looks really really cool and they also do workshops in creating a scent or candle making which is a good idea for an experience and there's another company called MSO Naturals that makes soy candles with pure essential oils as well so like there's a lot of Irish companies out there that do really nice candles I love candles I love candles and they're great for decoration they are yeah I bought before um it was a a soy candle and it was the flavors the wrong word what's the word I scent? mean it was the, the scent, scent. <laughs> of a of a fire so you oh. know if you're not lucky enough to be able yeah. to have a roaring beautiful harry potter style fire in your house just light a little candle oh my <laughs> makes you feel like you have one oh, totally yeah we haven't got a fire in our house it's like an electric thing um which is better for the environment yeah, of course. but you so do miss having the oh stop like, I know so yeah some candles definitely fix that um, technology, you know, technology in today's time, it's great to have it, but the battery and the lithium mining for lithium is so bad for the environment and companies now, phone companies like Apple and even Samsung are getting to the point where they don't want their phones to be repairable because it's mm. obviously, they get more money if they, oh, it's if just, they take their phones back. like it's, it's nuts. And to think it's a whole other conversation. for the Olympics, like Tokyo doing like all of their medals out of recycled phones. It's like, oh my God, that's amazing. But the fact that it was probably absolutely no problem to get the millions of tons of broken phones, mm. like that's probably the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So, I mean, there is no problem with buying secondhand phones either. CEX are really good, I find. I think the biggest thing with technology is make it last yeah. and like don't think just because there's an update I'm going to need a whole new laptop like yeah. I've got a Samsung S7 that I've had since the S7 was first released I've just you have to kind of mind it make sure you have a cover on it mm. I think and just kind of mind it and um yeah don't be I don't know thrown down the stairs or whatever get a nice Pella case or something mm. biodegradable and mind your stuff but then obviously when you need to get new ones Try secondhand. There's a company called Fairphone as well. They do fair trade phones, ethically sourced, and you can repair them yourself. They send you out repair parts if something goes wrong. Brilliant. I mean, if you have to get a new laptop or something, like do, but I think just mind it. It's like the biggest thing when it comes to technology. There's a little gift people often get of selection boxes. Oh, yeah. Especially um, Irish mammies. They love to yeah, give a selection box. They really do. You have to have a selection box for all your nieces and nephews yeah. and all the little cousins and their present as well. So selection boxes, they've got a cardboard case. Sometimes they come wrapped in a thin layer of, of plastic. Mm-hmm. But mostly it's a cardboard case and their plastic tray and then the plastic on the chocolates which the plastic and the chocolates is not recyclable and the plastic tray may or may not be, but obviously Mm -hmm. it's produced. So 
there are eco alternatives out there. For example, there's a woman called Claire who runs a company called Chocolatey Claire. Oh, Isn't yes. it such a good name? And she has well done, Claire. <laughs> a box of uh, dairy-free, gluten-free, really tasty. Like I met her at Veg Fest two years ago. They're so so good and real. They're milky, but just without the dairy. And it's like a little selection box of six Irish-made bars. Oh. Like, and if you go into health food shops, they will have kind of more eco kind of selection boxes. Yeah. But you get so much food and sweets on Christmas Day, especially young people. Their kind of selection boxes are just kind of... They're not like, oh my God, thank you so much. Mm. Like, it's better if you make them some cookies or make Absolutely, them like yeah. little bounty bars or but something. But I guess it is important for some people because it's just like a tradition that so many yeah. people have. And there are just other choices that you could make. Totally. You know? definitely okay that's all i have down for gifts the kind of basics but i mean keep checking out your local markets and your local fairs yeah. you know the alternative markets because you'll get really unique gifts yeah you'll be supporting local businesses and usually they're very sustainable as well i actually have one more thing on oh, gifts yeah, that uh something that um, I've said to people before and they thought that it was really useful you know how sometimes it's really hard to buy for an older gentleman mm. because uh, they're at a point where they have all the things that they need or you know for various reasons sometimes I find it anyway difficult sometimes to buy for an older gentleman so when I'm buying for my dad <laughs> what I have done the poor guy he's probably so sick of it now but something that I do very regularly uh, if I'm buying presents for him he loves antiques but it's not just the actual uh, the actual thing that he likes he likes the the project of it he likes a fixer-upper so right. I always I spend a lot of time kind of looking through antique shops like the bargain buckets basically like I never buy the expensive ones it's always the cheap ones that will look really nice but they're just they're all tarnished and rubbish um, and all the different like antique stores and stuff are not antique the second-hand stores yeah so if you go along there and you just try and find some um old tarnished bits that uh, I then get a couple of them and give them to him and then he restores them himself so it takes a while and he will like That's mend so the part I mean he's retired so yeah. he has he has the time to do it and he has the interest in it so he'll repair them himself and shine them all up and then it'll take like a while but then one day I'll get a, a message with a, a picture of them looking all beautiful and shiny and new um so then he and then he has them on display in in his in his gaff and uh it's not just the actual thing that you're buying for him it's kind of the it's a project yeah it's the project yeah yeah yeah. so he he really likes that so that'd be something that i would uh definitely that i would offer as a suggestion yeah i wouldn't even think of that i know my partner struggles with buying stuff for his granddad yeah like he likes gardening so i just always get him things for the garden but like it is yeah after a while because they're not like it's a different generation where it would be rude almost to tell you what you want yes. like when you're like granddad what do you want ah no nothing like don't be silly you know? and like how many Christmases have they had where people have been getting them gardening stuff yeah, and that kind of yeah. thing and one thing that we didn't mention as well was Chris Kindle of course which oh, we only yeah. we only started doing that in my family like I think this is our fourth year maybe doing it yeah. and it makes such a difference because you're not buying a load of crap for people yeah. that you like totally. they just don't need or do you buy like one is it one gift or do you buy something big and something small for no so we keep it very small we yeah. we set our budget at like 30 euro or something yeah. and we just buy all the names go into a hat or whatever and we pull it out so everyone in our family and everyone's spouses are all in it and we just pick one so instead of buying a present for both my parents and all my brothers and sisters and all of their spouses you just you just get one and you just try and make it as like 
sort of tailored to that one person and something that they'd really like you know um so it's a little bit more thought and care that goes into it again but we we set the budget really really low and then we would still get or make presents for the the grandkids and stuff this is they're kind of excluded from this because I don't know like kids (laughs) it's a different rule yeah Yeah. but um yeah Chris Kendall is brilliant when it comes to not having to buy as much crap basically yeah yeah and you get because you're it's usually you might spend a little bit more when it's Chris Kendall so you can get them something better oh yeah like the budget is totally down to you and your family or whatever yeah totally but that's yeah can't believe I forgot to say Sig Santa thank you um, then of course when you buy the gifts you wrap them up yes so wrapping paper I don't know if people have heard this okay guys so we're going to leave our part one Christmas episode with Kate there next episode in part two we are going to talk about wrapping gifts alternatively and sustainably some really good ideas coming up as well as talking about dinner which includes crackers napkins decorations and of course food which is a another huge waste and of course ethical issue as well so we're going to look at that and uh, advent calendars and some other little bits and pieces the part two episode will be a good bit shorter than this one and at the end of part two as well I'm going to list loads of upcoming sustainable Christmas markets that are going to be happening around the country so stay tuned to listen to all of those and I'm going to stick them all up on the website as well bookofleavespodcast.com but just one or two updates following on from this episode in regards to Christmas trees I did come across a business that rent Christmas trees but they rent artificial ones and it's a kind of a deal where they show up to your business or your house, decorate the Christmas tree and then take it away again at the end of the season. However, they do say that they do rent living Christmas trees. Now, I couldn't see anywhere if these were potted trees that are still alive and they look after. So I contacted them on Facebook and I haven't heard anything back yet and I still haven't heard anything back in regards to the pesticide use as well from the tree growers association but as soon as I do if I do clarify here anything I'll share it on Instagram book of leaves podcast if you want to follow there for updates but just wanted to let you guys know that there is like a rental group in Ireland but I don't know if the live trees that they rent are actually still living or do they just say they're live because they're real as opposed to artificial I also never even mentioned the fact that you you could completely not have a Christmas tree or just have a completely alternative one as well, like a cardboard tree or some kind of painting or silhouette on your wall. There's loads of ideas coming up on Pinterest again and the internet and cardboard trees are available in the Conscious Christmas Store that I mentioned in this episode as well that is being run by the the Kind Co and Jiminy so you can see them in person see what they look like but that is an option as well now in regards to gifts again we didn't mention the whole thing of actually not getting gifts for each other either which is something especially adults and you know your your grown-up family members can perhaps have a discussion about but there's a lot of families out there a lot of people a lot of friends who don't get each other gifts and instead either put money towards going on a kind of a trip together or just having a family dinner 
and perhaps donating to a charity or something instead. There's a fair few Facebook groups I'm in in regards to zero waste and things like that. And uh, a lot of people have been saying in those groups that their favourite memories from Christmas were nothing got to do with the gifts that they got, but more the memories that were made, the fun times they had playing games or around the dinner table and stuff like that. So that is an absolute viable option as well. If you think, you know, we don't need gifts, there's something that we really need. And if there is something that you really need, ask, ask for that, of course. But maybe charities or doing charity work together or having a family dinner and just spending time together is, you know, more of a, of a gift than an item or piece of jewellery or whatever. But if you are going to go for a gift, just go, as we said in the episode, just go for sustainable, ethical, local options when you can. There's so many artists out there to support. And I barely touched the tip of the iceberg in regards to artists out there in this episode and businesses. I'm so sorry if you're listening and you're thinking... I, I'm perfect for her to mention for Christmas presents and I'm so sorry if I haven't mentioned you. I just mentioned things that um that I already knew about or already followed on social media and please get in touch with me on, on social media as well and I'll, I'll reshare whatever you have and add it to the website which is going to have lots of options lots of um suggestions for people and their gift buying so i barely touch the tip of the iceberg so there's so many sustainable artists and businesses out there for you guys to support just check out your local markets and keep an eye for them on social media one thing we didn't go too deep into either is toys for children which of course is a huge thing at christmas time but as kate said in the episode you know they do appreciate handmade gifts and meaningful gifts as well it's not always all about high-tech expensive things that all their friends have of course sometimes it is but you know they do appreciate handmade gifts and experiences as well I don't know if any of you guys can remember this or if you've seen this but there was a video going around on social media it started a couple of years ago I think of this little boy unwrapping an avocado for Christmas and when he opened it he says an avocado thanks and he's just so happy and now I don't know if it was a prank present or something but children can the most exciting thing for them is seeing all the presents wrapped then unwrapping it all anyone who has children or nieces and nephews know that on Christmas day it's usually you bu- you've spent so much money on all this stuff and then they're playing with the wrapping paper or they're playing with the balloons in the corner an hour later. So, you know, they're, they're not always going for the high-tech, high-gadget stuff. But of course, if that's what they want, absolutely, you know, make, make them happy and do, do what you can for them, whatever you think yourself. But especially if you've got nieces or nephews or cousins or little kids that you're buying for that you're not getting big presents for, they appreciate handmade things and if you want to buy them toys support companies like Jiminy which is a retailer run by Sharon who I interviewed for one of these episodes we go all into plastic toys and the kind of toys that she supplies which are basically all sustainable and 99% plastic free or recycled plastic where there is some and it's all listed on her website and her shop which is now open for Christmas with the Kind Co the Conscious Christmas store which I keep mentioning I can't wait to go visit it but 
you can go there and play with some toys and see some toys in person and you know if you want to get them some some toys get them maybe nice wooden things and plastic free things that do exist out there so you know children's toys it's a it's a huge issue but obviously keep them happy and don't feel guilty if you want to get them something new or that you can't find second hand or there's only new versions available go for it you know it's it's not about being perfect it's about doing what you can taking the steps that you can towards a sustainable christmas now i'm going to leave you there okay i know this has been a long episode just don't forget to tune in to part two this is if it's not available now it will be available very soon i'm just fixing the website it's taken me so long to do this episode but i i just love it so much and i i love christmas time and i love getting gifts for people so i hope this has inspired you in some way and just stick around for part two because there's a lot more in that a lot more inspiring creative ideas and a lot more businesses that i mentioned that you guys should support and of course i just to mention as well i don't get any kind of sponsorship or anything I'm, I'm just finding businesses that I, I love and I think deserve support and you guys should hopefully support them as well this Christmas so there's lots of options out there I will say goodbye to you now if you want to support the Patreon account I do have a Patreon patreon.com forward slash book of leaves podcast if you feel like you can donate a euro or two or whatever a month to help keep the podcast going and yes follow us on social media Twitter Instagram Facebook and if you're listening to this on Apple podcast please 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 rate it and leave a review if you can okay guys thank you so much and check out part two all right talk to you soon